Shoot the Dough audience is recorded in front of a live podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You can blame that on the baby, too. I need to. This is Admiral Akbar here to tell you that it's time to do the show. I mean, Shoot the Dough with Aaron and Danae. They're streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central or available to download later in your broadcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Your ears can't repel humor of this magnitude, so it's time for the show to begin. Let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae! Baby messing with your brain, Danae. That's legit. <laughs> if you listen to them exclusive pre-show, there were a few other moments. Uh, do you really feel like it's legit? What's like, legit? The thing you just said is legit? That your baby is messing with your brain? I can't say that because I have mixed my words up before. Well, yeah, but I I've mean, spoonerismed it up before. Well, yeah, the whole title of the, the show is a spoonerism. Right. I mean, that's one I introduced. But no, do you? I'm asking you, do you sense that your brain isn't working the same in your pregnancy? I think I'm just normal. But but so I, you're not sensing it. You're not I sensing baby brain. I don't sense baby brain, but there have been times whenever I feel like it's harder to think. But I feel like I've had that happen before when I wasn't okay. pregnant. So I can't. Right. I can't say, oh yeah, it's because I'm pregnant. But I'm heading towards the last few months of this pregnancy, mm-hmm. and I hear that it just really kicks into a whole different level. Yeah, you've got like three months and a week left of this pregnancy. It's going so slow. Is it really? It seems like it's going by fast. You feel like it's going slow because you're experiencing it? Yeah. Yeah. And also fast at the same time. <laughs> but I know it's hard to explain, but there's part of it that's just like, come on already. Uh-huh. But I've actually been really glad that it's been going slow because I think I've had to mentally continue to adjust to the reality that as a 36-year-old woman uh-huh. who has only done my own thing for so long. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm about to have my world rocked. For sure. Because I have a little tiny human on the way. You are doing a great job adjusting to all the burping that you're doing right now and not making it come through on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I drank a lot of water right before you we started. You just had like three or four in a row while you were talking. I did. And you, you disguised them very, very well. Thanks. Let's hope I can do that with the other bodily functions that happen because <laughs> I'm pregnant. Oh. Oh no! It's not a shoot the dough show unless I say something no, awkward true. about no. That's absolutely body true. function. No, like right now the big stress and the big thing that's I don't even know if you call it stress is the decision about whether or not to get a stroller, mm. an infant car seat, or a three in one car seat. <sighs> There's a lot of man. Options. You can waste so much money when a baby comes, especially your first one, and you don't know what's necessary. I would say my wife may disagree with me on this. I don't think a stroller is necessary. I don't remember feeling like we needed our stroller. It just took up space. You know I what I mean? I think I want to wait on the stroller. Yeah. Because I feel like for the first few months, we can just strap her to our bodies. Yeah, yeah. And then as she gets older, if we're like really like, we want to get a stroller. But when would you use it? Like, I mean... Anywhere you would use it, they, you can rent a stroller or something. You can't rent a stroller on your neighborhood. <laughs> you would walk around the neighborhood? That's what my husband wants to do. Okay. All as right. we're, as Fair we're discussing enough. about we the pros that. and cons, you know, going on walks and getting outside, mm-hmm. 
which we don't ever do just the two of us. Yeah, I don't think that's so going to change. I don't think it's going to change because we've had, we have an established pattern. Mm-hmm. But I think that he's looking at the idealistic sort of, you know, sure time together. And I think walking outside is important. I mean, it's apparently something that kids love. Gets them outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's a good lull to sleep kind of a thing. And No, nah, you just throw them in the car seat. If you want to lull them to sleep, just drive them around. There's some That's what most people do. Car seat? Yep. So did you do the infant car seat or did you do the three-in-one car seat? Three-in-one. I, I, I keep saying three-in-one, but it's like the one that grows with the baby. Oh, um, I don't know okay. about that. I, we had the one that, you know, lock, you just like lock it in and then you it has like a handle when you pull it out. So it's a carrier. That's the infant. And, uh, and then also it's, it was a rocker. Yeah. So that it would rock as well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what you meant by three-in-one. So, but the, then you had to get a different one when the babies got bigger. Yeah. I mean, our boys grew so fast. We just, you know, it was really interesting. Right, because, wait, hold on. Are you about to say that they went straight from like <laughs> the 32 pound infant car seat? By the time they were to- two years old, we were buckling them in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it was interesting because we flew through those stages that I, you're right. I f- totally forgot that. Yes, there's a more of a kid car seat mm-hmm. that comes after the infant. Yes. See, that's um, the thing is you can just start with. One car seat. Yeah. And it grows with your child and you never get another one. You just do different inserts. Like you, you get the little infant one, the yeah, infant I, inserts. And we didn't but, have that But for you sure. can't remove it. It's It stays stationary. We had the one where eventually you could take the back off and it was just the booster part. That probably was after. Because if, if you carried them around in a car seat, then that was an infant car seat. Yeah. So I'm learning. <laughs> Because all this I stuff just know, is suddenly important. We haven't even gotten into the decision about whether we're going to do cloth diapers or not. And honestly, probably not why you tune into this podcast. <laughs> so, Should well, I start another podcast? A baby podcast? Yeah. You might. What would, it be about, what would it be about? Like, I mean, I know it would be about having the baby, but like, what would well, be like the hook? In this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to discuss how I am desensitizing myself to baby poop by watching YouTube videos. <laughs> no, gross. I am. Really? Yes, I am. Oh, because if we do cloth diapers, that's a huge reality. Oh yeah, if you're doing cloth diapers, you you're going to be dealing <laughs> with really, a lot of crap. I should have recorded my husband and I's reaction faces watching as we the videos. Were watching these videos of these women. This one video starts off, and yeah, you don't listen to shoot the dough for this, but you know what? That's okay. Actually, for this, you might <laughs> starts off with her. She's like, "Hi." This is so-and-so from the so-and-so whatever. Um, today, um, one of the most common questions that I get about cloth diapers is how to deal with all the poop. So my daughter left me a really great present this morning. <laughs> and instead of cleaning it right away, I set it aside to make this video. So I'm going to show you how we handle big diaper blowouts. Wow. And the rest of the video is how she handles taking all the poop off of a cloth mm. diaper and then like preparing to wash it. Wow. It's a, it's a lot. Feces, pieces. That should be the name of the diaper company. Right? Let's start one. I okay. think it's beautiful. I'm you, totally down with that. You ready to shoe a dough? Let's shoe a dough. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we will get to some trivia later on this episode. We're going to play some trivia games uh, because it is National Trivia Day. But first, we like to start off with... 
From around the world, infants and toddlers and human adults are making news. And so we'll look for the interesting stuff and peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Feces. (laughs) Uh, Danae, why don't you start? What do you got? I really love this story. This is about a pilot who has a stuttering problem. And he, when he flies, it completely disappears. When he puts on his headphones and he talks into, you know, the tower, uh-huh. he doesn't have any stuttering issues at all. If he's up in the air and he's doing what he loves, he has no stuttering problems. So it's kind of like a cool story of he both figured out, like, he pursued his passion. He became a pilot, which he really wanted to do, even mm-hmm. though he was told, you know, if you're with such a bad stuttering problem, this isn't going to work for you because you can't get up in the air and stutter your way through talking yeah. to ground control. Do you remember the podcast we did with who was it that it's a singer that stutters mm-hmm. um, and we did an interview with them and I've, and I've talked to other singers that stutter in their real life as well. And then once they're on stage singing completely goes away, it's got And I remember talking with him about how frustrating it is for people to judge your stutter. Like, you know, why don't you just stop stuttering if you can stop when you sing? And this is something exactly like that, where I, I'm sure he gets that all the time, which is, you know, what if, changes? Yeah. What changes? It's not like a medical thing. No. Something psychological happens. He is. It's got to be frustrating. He lives in Glendale, Arizona, um, and his name is Jonathan Smith. I'm just really glad well, that he's nothing, sharing his story. Nothing like having the the most common name in the history of <laughs> in the history of English speaking man, John Smith. John Smith. Um, he was refused to be admitted because the Federal Aviation Administration regulations require all pilots to be fluent in English. Wow! So stuttering, so, makes, stuttering him makes him not fluent, fluent? In English. I think because he can't speak it fluently. No, that's, so, that would be correct. I had never even thought of that. That a stutter means you can't speak the language fluently. But that's what fluently means. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he discovered something, though. When he spoke through a radio headset, his stuttering disappeared because of the auditory feedback that it created. There was something about him putting headphones on. That makes sense. That really helped him to not stutter. Because I, you know, I know it's not the exact same thing, but I stutter when I have uh, echo feedback. Mm, so somebody might have the opposite yeah, uh, there could be some. I mean, that makes sense to me. Uh, you know, from time to time, I've I've had to be in big crowds and have like amplification behind me that is a split second delayed, and it is one of the hardest things for me because I'm a quick speaker anyway. I speak very fast, and so in very staccato, and so that stuff will come back at me, and it'll slow my words yes. down. It's similar to what you hear when people do the ch- what's the challenge? The challenge the, we did with Kindle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The um. Oh, what's that called? Anyhow, it's it's like one of those apps. Yeah. It can be like that for me. So I that actually makes kind of sense. So he just didn't take the criticism. Once he figured out that he had that, he was like, maybe I can become a pilot. Because it was his lifelong. He wanted to be one so badly. Um, so he uh, was at the airport every single day. He read the books. He flew every day that they would let him fly. And the 14th of March, he climbed into a plane with the FAA examiner. He put on the headset radioed the control tower, pushed the throttle, passed his check ride, and by the next day, he was a pilot. Wow. So. Oh, cool. Just a really cool story. Hope that encourages you. Uh, Let's stick on the uh, category of airplanes, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, Baggage handler gets locked inside plane cargo area during flight. How is that possible? So they don't know. So he was inside the plane? 
He had yeah. to ride in the co- in the in the yeah. cargo. Is yeah. it get cold down there? So they said it was temperature controlled and uh, what's the uh, you the know for elevation? Yeah, the pressurized. So oh he wasn't goodness. in danger, uh, but he was uh, in there for an hour and twenty two minutes from uh, Charlotte to Washington, D.C. So just apparently was up in there and they didn't realize it and they closed him in and he took a flight. Can you imagine? This is like that kid who took a flight. Do you remember that kid? Yeah, but that was on purpose, right? That was he a did it stowaway. On purpose. He was a stowaway, and he was like hypothermic and such because because he was... not all cabins are like that. Not all baggage areas are like that. I should say. Yeah, this yeah. guy is just maybe he was napping. Maybe <laughs> no. he crawled in there to take a nap. I mean, I guess that's possible. And then woke up in. They haven't s- released what happened, so I wonder if there's something strange about it. Or it was a dare. What are some of the other options? It was a dare. dare. What? I think it's most likely it was a dare. What if he has family in D.C.? <laughs> He's like, I'll be home for Christmas. Don't ask me how. <laughs> That's right. I'll get there. I'll say it was an accident, but I'll get there. Uh, What's your next one? Uh, my next one is an article that's all about not using um, uh, cotton swabs for your ears anymore. I saw they released new uh, information about what you can and can't do to clean out your ears. Apparently, this is getting a lot of attention because people don't realize that it's not the first time it's not been recommended we don't use cotton swabs. No, it's on every ears. cotton swab box. Every box on it says do not stick in your ear. And yet, that's the only reason that I get them. Right? It's so weird. I guess technically they're for cleaning things. Or if you use them for your ears, it's for like the outside of your ears. Yeah. Who has ever used them for that? I don't know. But I have to tell you, they are the worst possible thing for sticking in your ear to pull out wax. They will just jam it in there further. I feel like there's different levels of wax. You and my husband have genuine earwax <laughs> You That's right. Issues. You saw an ear boulder full out once, didn't you? This is disgusting. <laughs> but we need to touch on it again just real briefly because I wanted... Yeah, we were, that was during the show. During oh. the show, you turned your head and you tilted it like to talk or something and out of your ear <laughs> rolls like the Indiana Jones boulder rolls Danae is running just like indiana jones away from my earwax boulder ball of earwax it falls onto the keyboard and it makes a thunk <laughs> things fall off the wall we we had to stop recording because it was making so much noise yeah it was that big and um, i was like and totally in shock honestly though seen that happen honestly though they're when they finally roll out they are huge i have i have an earwax issue I really do. So does my husband. And uh, maybe it's because you guys are so high up in the in the sky. My dad altitude problem. My dad used to use keys, his car keys, to dig wax out of his ear. There is in this a list of things not to put in your ear. Yeah. House keys is on there. Yeah, my dad used to do that. Hairpins and toothpicks are on here. So I use a paper clip, which is similar on here. Yeah, to that. But I shape it. swabs on here. I shape it in a certain way. I'm surgical with it. I would not recommend. I may stop now. You. Because there's there's just too much risk. If you make. If you get bumped. Yeah, one slip up. And And that's what they're saying is that it can cut, perforate. It can dislocate the hearing bone, which can lead to dizziness and hearing loss, ringing in the ears. And so they suggest that you just let nature do its job, which, Aaron, in your case, is just to create. (laughs) wax boulders that's right but it gets if i uh, see the thing is it will you know, i do have whatever that disease is i guess technically not a disease but you a condition a it's a condition where you you make extra earwax 
I have that. And so if I don't have it taken care of, I, I go through times where I just can't hear because it just impacts in there and just stays. Uh, so I don't know. So uh, it's you, like I can either go to the doctor every time and have them take care of it. That's what or, they say. They say to try to go to a healthcare professional if you have a lot of buildup or if you've used, you know, other products and it's just pushed the wax in further, which is yeah. the problem. I just didn't realize that, you know, it's such a big deal. And they, there are home therapies that they list, you know, things like... um Drops of water can soften the earwax. There are, because my husband buys earwax drops. Mm-hmm. He, he puts them in and then he tilts his head and then hopefully like yeah. the, I, I don't even know how you guys make that much wax, but everybody's <laughs> different. There's bees. Everybody's different. There's bees living in our ears. But it's, it, the, the, this article is really interesting in that it takes this specific angle that wax isn't bad. It's okay. Let your ears do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Which I feel very confidently and passionately about in most other parts of my life. Like, just let the body do what the body is going to do. Yeah, when your nose starts to run, just let it run. Don't s- get a Kleenex. Right. Don't get up in there. For some reason, when I see wax in people's ears, I'm like, you need to clean that out. <laughs> so I guess I realize I sort of have a weird wax standard that I've got to work on. Yeah. So I'm sorry that I made fun of your earball wax, Aaron. <laughs> no, that's You need right. to leave it alone. No, I'd rather, I will try. I'd I will rather try. you not have hearing loss. I would rather that be the case as well. Uh, I just so, thought that was interesting. No, absolutely. Okay. Uh, my next one, tourists watch as their car rolls off the barge and drifts out to sea. Oh, no. Yeah, this is in Australia. Uh. A group of tourists uh, watched in horror as one of their SUVs rolled off the back of the barge off the eastern coast and plunged into the water below. Oh no! Now I don't know how did how did f- that, that does that work like where the barge has insurance and they pay for their mistake? Oh, the barge better pay because they hadn't put up the protection gate. That's why it happened. There's a gate in the back that's supposed to flip right. up. They just never they just didn't flip it up for that trip. And there's other protections in place, like they're supposed to be obviously like a you break, know, like a parking brake, that kind of thing. But it's just, and there's video of the whole thing. There's video of it just rolling off and everybody's just, you know, like what are doing you, you what you're doing. Do. Which is like, oh, no. Yeah, there's nothing you can't do you can do. And so they're just, they just watch it roll right into the sea and then it floats there for about 30 seconds and then like a it's gone. Bobber. All their, all their stuff was in it too. All their phones, <gasps> oh, passports. Oh, no. Yeah. So the car is one thing. But it may have even been a rental it. if I read this right. It may have even been a rental car. But Which makes their, sense if they were traveling from yeah, overseas. But all their stuff was inside of it. So, oh, I I think this barge company is is going to end up having to they have to pony to. up for some of that stuff. If there's a video, clearly the gates down. They're clearly yeah. at fault. Yeah. Unless everyone signs some sort of weird waiver. <laughs> Speaking of things, which is sh- possible, it's true. It's they make you sign waivers for stuff sometimes, but this seems like the waivers wouldn't even cover this because there's obvious, you know, something done incorrectly um that's a good segue into mine go for it the forceps that were removed from a man's stomach after they'd been inside of him for 18 years that's my third one but i will i have a fourth so let's go ahead and talk about it i know unbelievable a vietnamese man had surgical forceps removed from his stomach the main after they lesson had been here, inside for 18 years obviously he didn't put them there someone else <laughs> did the main lesson here is don't get any surgery done in Vietnam because there's so many issues. There are yeah. so oh, yeah. many stories of crazy things that happen with, you know, wrong amputations and, and a just, man coming in that was diagnosed as pregnant, <laughs> which yes, that is a, uh, that is a tough medical one to, 
to really explain. This guy says that he had had come in after a like a traffic accident or something uh, 18 years previous and that he's assuming that that's when they were left inside. But miraculously, this entire time, he really hasn't had any like complications because of it. But the surgical uh, or the um, the scissors were or the forceps, I should say, they're not scissors. The forceps were um, 18 years rusted, obviously. Yeah. And stuck and to kind his of organs. Stuck into his organs. So the body, man, the body is incredible. Um, and of course, the, the hospital is dedicated to finding the original doctor. And well, yeah, but we but, found your scissors. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've been the, looking for those. <laughs> interesting thing to think about, though, is that in the article it doesn't say so that he can be sued. <laughs> it's to inform him of his mistake. Yeah, and maybe because it's in Vietnam, I don't know. It's a totally different culture than like if this happened in the U.S., there'd be a lawsuit. Oh, for sure. So, but I don't think that that's, that's not really what they're indicating in the article because it's a, just a different culture. It's more like, we're going to, we're going to contact you. I think you just want to know who did it. Like, if somebody like put scissors in my body for 18 years, I'd want to know. Steps. I'd want to know who did There's it. There's a difference. No, there is a difference. Yes, Danae. There's, there is a, there is a difference. Um, it, I mean, not, still, not a great grand one, but they, still. How, this is six inch forceps, right? Um, 18 years. Just stick it in your, in your gut. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I, I'm so surprised he didn't feel them. Like, that just seems like that's a large enough object. Okay. That you would notice. I'm carrying a child. Truth. Uh, Can't feel her most of the time. <laughs> I'm serious. I have to ask myself, and today is an exception. Mm-hmm. She's very active today, which is very weird because this is the first day my entire pregnancy where she's so active, I can't forget that I'm pregnant. Right. It's pretty obvious <laughs> to me. But most of these days... There is something inside of me mm-hmm. that is moving around, kicking, having all kinds of activity, and I don't feel a thing. Yeah. So. But that's because that's part of the natural body process. Like, pregnancy is part of what your body is made to do. Right. Having forceps <laughs> inside of you is not a part of your natural body. No, like, I understand that, but I'm just saying we we're, we have a cavernous body. There's lots <laughs> of room in there you didn't know you had. Or just big meat tube. We're, we're one gigantic meat tube. Oh, man, I can't imagine. Well, that was my last one. Do you want to take one of my? I've got two more. I've I've got one more. I'll go ahead and talk about this because I just I found it so humorous. Uh, And it's really simple. The iconic Hollywood sign got a dope makeover for the new year. I saw this. It became Hollyweed after it was legalized in California. Did they ever catch? They haven't announced who did it. Did Um, they catch somebody, though? I think I think they know. I think they're just not saying Uh, they know enough to say it was one person. So it was one person that did it. They just used tarps over the O's. It's not the first time, by the way. Right. That it's been turned into Hollyweed? Um, I know it's been been turned into Hollywood for Easter one year. Uh, It was turned into (laughs) Hollywood when Oliver North was big back in the 80s. Uh, so things like this have happened, but I just, I was just there recently. Yeah, you were for the credit. Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah, I was just there recently, and I—you I, always think like you can just like drive right up to it, but you it's really, really can't. Far it's off. way off. It's it's something that if you're going to vandalize this, you you have to hike up there. There's a whole thing, and it has to be so surveillance. Like, yeah, there's there's no question they they have it surveilled. They know it happened around midnight uh, of you know the new so right around the new year. And uh, somebody just went out and the, they just took. Yeah, tarp? it was just a prank. Here's the other thing. They said, uh, yeah, they just hung tarp over the, the O's One so that they look like ease. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then uh, the other thing is they will be convicted of what was the exact charge? Uh, minor uh, trespassing, I think, misdemeanor. So they're not doing like um, so it's not vandalism. Even like big, yeah, yeah. So it's like it kind of makes it worth it. <laughs> you know, like if you're looking at just consequences, it's just like. But maybe it's because of how they did the prank. Like they like didn't no do damage. permanent damage. I'm yeah. sure if they would have destroyed the sign, there would be a lot more ramifications. That's probably true. If they just hung a tarp up that can easily come down, I'm sure that's why they're not so panicked and angry about it. Yeah, you got to think, though, if you can do that, like if you can get there, you know, um, I don't know. It's just such an iconic thing to be able to do, you know, something Are like you that. trying to plot something right now? No, not at all. No, mm-hmm. no, nothing, nothing in my mind uh-huh. at all that I was thinking. You're thinking of something clever. Nope. Mm-mm. Nothing. Not me. I understand that you don't want to put it um, on the show so that it's recorded <laughs> for everyone to know and for history to have. I would never do something like that. You know me. I would never do something like that. I would be so terrified <laughs> on so many levels. I wouldn't last a day in jail, Danae. I wouldn't last a day. I'm too pretty for jail. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about Patreon a little bit. We have amazing supporters on Patreon. This is a group of fans who love the show Shoe the Dough. And maybe even love the network, Studio DNA Network. That's the network that Aaron and I have been kind of developing. We create podcasts, and their other podcast that's on the network is called Sift Pop. So the combined fans of both of those go on to patreon.com, and they just give monthly support. It's kind of like a Kickstarter, but it's more of a monthly support, so that way uh, they can kind of help to sustain the things that we do here at Studio DNA, like producing this podcast. You may have heard uh, earlier me talking about them exclusive pre-show. That's one of the bonus episodes that are... Patrons who support at $3 a month or more, so not a ton every month. Uh, and you'll have actually a dedicated podcast feed, so you don't even have to go anywhere to listen to it. You can just put that in your podcast player uh, instead of the Shoe the Dough feed, and every single bonus episode will show up there as well of both podcasts that are on the network right now. So if you would consider possibly throwing a few bucks our way each month for the entertainment that you have from Shoe the Dough, or if you're a Sif Pop listener as well, first of all, thank you guys so much for listening and rating and supporting the show. Um, it means a lot to us. But if you would like to give a few dollars a month, there are some fun perks. And you can find out more about all of that at the website, patreon.com slash studio DNA. And it allows us to continue to think about cool podcasts that we can bring your way. So thanks for doing that. Like today's pregnancy podcast. <laughs> what are we going to call it? Oh, the baby. The <laughs> baby. Because D for Danae. Uh huh. Yeah. And then baby. D apostrophe, baby. Yeah. The baby. The baby. I like it. Coming soon to a podcast network near you. And my real life. The baby. It is National Trivia Day, Danae. Today? Yeah. Is it national or world? I don't I don't remember. You can look it up. Um it doesn't say national. So We're just gonna go ahead and let everybody listen then. Yeah. It doesn't just matter says, where you are. If you own a trivia game, trivia day can be a great time to crack open the encyclopedia and spend some family time around the dinner table quizzing each other and discussing little known interesting facts. I think that sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm so bad at trivia though. I'm pretty good at trivia. So together I think we'll be pretty good at trivia. <laughs> Well, I'm going to read you one random trivia thing. Okay, cool. That's on this little sheet here. All right. Did you know the country Brazil was named after the Brazil nut and not the other way around? I did. No, you didn't. I did. Oh, my goodness. Did you know Spain means the land of rabbits? I did. 
Everybody knows that. You know, I'm at a serious disadvantage. I was talking about this with our friend uh-huh. and, and um, intern here at the studio. Her name is Kindle. She's amazing. You're going to be hearing more from her soon. She and I were discussing how intimidating it is to work with you because you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, she said, she's like, I don't. It's well, really super sweet and also unfortunate <laughs> at the same time. She's like, he's so smart. And I was like, yeah, it's okay, though. Like, I, I don't try to become more smart so that I'm, like, comfortable around him. I just play up my dumbness. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I I know I'm intimidated. I wouldn't say it's because I'm so smart. I always thought it was just because I'm so big. Like, I'm so tall. And it's part of your brain is also so big, though. <laughs> is that what it is? Probably. Um. So, I, I know I've seen that intimidation factor. It's one of the reasons I knew it was going to be really fun to work with you because you you didn't seem to be affected by that at all. First I time know we you're met. smarter than me, and I'm that's okay with that. That's not what I'm talking about. You know <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. Come on. All right. Uh, no, I know what you're saying. But when it comes to this trivia stuff, this is what blows my mind. You have the kind of, I don't I don't know, it's not um, like, uh, what is it called? Memory where you read something and you can keep it forever. Photographic memory. Right. It's not like Oh, you I ha- definitely don't have that. You don't have that. But you have... Uh, you have retained so much knowledge. You have it like almost like, and I don't even know where it comes from. Sometimes, yeah. There's like been I'm times surprised that you, by what I know. You'll like throw out a word because we're talking about something that's green, uh-huh. and but in, but in a very specific way. And you throw out this crazy random word, and I'll go look it up, and it's like the perfect description. Verdant, verdant, I think verdant yes. was the word. Yeah. What in the world? <laughs> and then you're even surprised by it. So I know you would love trivia, but yeah, for you me, wanted another I don't... name for green beans, and I say, well, just call them verdant legumes. <laughs> Like, where did that come from? And then you were like, wait, is that right? I'm like, probably. <laughs> and it is. And it's amazing. I think it's awesome. You're the kind I'm of person. I'm accidentally smart. That's what it is. I don't know. You read a lot. You retain a lot, a lot. You research a lot. You do really good with that. I want you on my trivia team. All right. We'll be on the you same trivia team today. You don't want me on your <laughs> trivia team. Sure I do. It's good for the humor. and It's no. fun. No, it's bad. All right. So we've gone to uh, Mental Floss today for our trivia quiz. Uh, they do five questions quizzes, so we'll do a couple of these, see how they go oh on goodness. this trivia day. I just have to embrace that between my my real brain and my baby brain, I'm in trouble. Here are your topics. We're just coming through the Christmas season, so a lot of them are Christmas-themed. Okay. Um, we've got five questions, still uh, 2017, so these are trivia questions that involve the number 17. Uh, we've got five questions still celebrating 2017, so there's a couple of those. Uh, Christmas Carol lyrics. Holiday, holiday decorations, and Christmas cards. Let's do decorations. And then we've also got one just called Gordon. Gordon. Let's do that. <laughs> I say go with Gordon. We'll start with Gordon. Start with Gordon. All right. We'll just start with Gordon. Sounds random. Because I, I feel like that's a better way to start. All right. I'm over Gordon the holidays. Gordon trivia. Okay. Ready for this? Gordon Mu- Ramsey. Musician, singer, songwriter, Gordon Sumner is better known by what stage name? Gordon Sumner. Is it Bono, Moby, Sting, or Morrissey? Gordon Sumner. Um, I think that's Sting. And I, I don't know that for sure, but that's that seems right to me. All right, when I closed my eyes and I was trying to envision an answer, B came to me. So Moby? So I was thinking Moby. B Moby. I don't think that's Moby's real name. Well, then we should do yours. I don't think it's Morrissey. I, it's either Bono or Sting, I think. I've got it down to those two. Maybe when you you closed your eyes and something came to mind and it was B, it meant B Sting. 
Or Beast, like B-E-E. Oh. And so Sting or was B. the answer. Bono. <laughs> B is starts Bono starts with B. It could have literally been any of the first three. <laughs> that's that's how your brain works. What do all these have in common? B. B. <laughs> all right. Um let's go with Sting. Okay. Because I've got an inkling. Uh it is didn't tell us. Oh, okay. So maybe we have to wait to the end to know. Okay. Because I don't see It didn't give us the answer. It did not give us the answer. All right, question we didn't two. Test this. Question two. Gordon Gordy Howe, nicknamed Mr. Hockey, played for 25 seasons with which NHL team? I know the answer to this. I'm done playing this game. (laughs) I'm going to look at my comics online. There's some really cool stuff happening on Gunner Craig Court right now. I understand. Stay with me today. It's five questions. Five (laughs) questions. We experiment. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, uh, Detroit Red Wings, Toronto Maple Leafs, Chicago Blackhawks, or Montreal Canadiens? Something with red. Yeah? It is the Detroit Red Wings. That's my team. So I know we got that one right. Uh, question number three. What band composed and performed the soundtrack for the, 19- the 1980 Dino De Laurentiis film Flash Gordon? Ah! Electric Light Orchestra, Genesis, Yes, or Queen? I think electric light orchestra. I would guess yellow too. I don't. I don't know. Yellow. Yellow electric light or- orchestra. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. That was super obvious. Oh, that was not an option. <laughs> I didn't hear that one on there, but that seems like too obvious an answer to me. I wonder if it was placed there because it feels obvious, but we'll we'll guess it anyway because we both kind of felt that. Uh, what TV sitcom featured a non-human character whose real name was Gordon Shumway? Mork and Mindy, Mr. Ed, Alf, or Small Wonder? <laughs> that is the sound of we're never doing trivia on Shoe the Dough again. Do you have a, a guess? Whim, I forgot to listen. All right. <laughs> Let me read it myself. Listening is not something you forget to do. What TV sitcom has a non-human character? Whose real name was Gordon? Gordon Shumway. Probably Mork and Mindy. Really? Yeah, I feel like that's true. Did you watch Alf? You think Alf's real name was Gordon? I feel like Alf's real name was Gordon. Okay, let's go with Alf. No, I kind of want to go with yours, because I don't know why I feel that way. Because you feel bad? Because you haven't done with any of my answers so far. Mork's real name was Mork. Oh, well then that can't be the right answer. Right? I don't know, I never watched Mr. Ed was a horse. And I don't even know what Small Wonder was. <gasps> you don't remember Small Wonder? The little robot girl? I have no idea what you're talking about. There was a guy built a robot for a daughter. Okay. Small Wonder. That sounds she... super creepy. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Tell me it was more. A sitcom, yeah. Okay. And she was super strong and okay. you know, she had powers or whatever as a robot, and yet somehow nobody knew she was a robot, even though she talked like this all the time. All the time. <laughs> when did this come out? Uh, I think like the 80s. Small Wonder. Hold mm-hmm. on. I'm going to go look it up. You're going to look up Small Wonder. Oh. See if it's the one about the robot girl. Does it look like that? Does it look right? That's what I remember. Okay. Is this it? She's a small wonder. Lovely and bright and soft girls. She's a small You don't remember this? I've never seen this. 
she'll enchant you at first sight. She's a small wonder. What is this? And she'll make your heart so she's basically like a Teddy Ruxpin. I've never she's seen this. This is when uh, TV theme songs were actual theme songs. <laughs> like, with lyrics and long and... Yeah, no, that's that's the one I was thinking of, Robot Girl. So I don't think it's that one either. I think it, I think Alf's name is Gordon Shumway. Do it. All right, we're going to do Alf. I've convinced myself that I might be right. Uh, former attorney FBI agent G. Gordon Liddy was eventually indicted for his involvement in what political scandal? Iran-Contra, Watergate, Abscam, or Whitewater? Whitewater, Whitewater is a water park in Ozark. <laughs> Or the Ozarks. It's in Branson, Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's not the Whitewater this is talking about. Well. That was a scandal. The... That was a Clinton scandal. I like the idea of that one because it makes me think of something other than this question. <laughs> makes me think of something other than trivia. And that's saying something because you hate water parks. I do. <laughs> uh, I think this is Watergate. I think Liddy was involved in Watergate. See, water's involved. See, there you go. My instinct is still <laughs> obviously right on. All right. Let's see how we did. 80%. Which one did we miss? All right. So question one, we got correct. It was Sting. Question two, we got correct. It was the Red Wings. Yeah, it was the one I thought was too obvious. Electronic Light Orchestra was incorrect for the third one. Uh, but Alf was Gordon Shumway, and it was Watergate. So the real answer answer was Queen? Yeah, Queen apparently did the soundtrack for uh, Flash Gordon soundtrack. There you go. Now Danae has to see the movie Flash Gordon. Because she loves Queen. I do love Queen, but I thought, and I can do the flesh. Ah! He saved every one of us. King of the impossible. Isn't You know, like if that? you had sang that, I might have guessed Queen. Yeah, now that, that I'm doing it. That sounds like Freddie Mercury. Right? It does. Yeah, we should have got that. I didn't know you knew it. See, you could have been a help, Danae. I did sing a little bit of it. D- d- this totally what? sounds like Queen. Right? I can't believe I didn't know this. Oh, yeah, that's Queen, for sure. I, I don't know if I've ever heard this. <laughs> Very nice. Well, there you go. I take it by your response you don't want to do another set of five. Well, here's the thing. You're the one that knows the answers. And so you well, feel- the only reason we got any of those right is because we want your answers, Aaron. <laughs> Well, the one we got wrong, you had in your brain. It just didn't come forth. I sang part of it. Did you? When we were asking the question, mm-hmm. I just must have missed that. Well, you know, I only did like flash awe part. It's not <laughs> like you would have been like, oh my goodness, that was clearly Queen. <laughs> Very nice. I can't believe you've never seen Flash Gordon. No, I haven't. I it haven't is seen so flash bad. It's uh, so good at the same time. Let's do complete the groups of five. I'm going to do a different kind of trivia. Okay. Maybe this one will be more interesting to you. And in this one, we will have four minutes to complete all these groups of five. Okay? So you have to look at the screen. Yeah, it'd be really fun is if we could like twitch this. If we could twitch your screens, people could play. That would be fun. Maybe we can do that. We can do that in the future at some point in time. All right, ready? Okay, I'm ready. We see how many out of twenty we can get four minutes. 
Here we go. Complete the groups of five. Oh, people's names. We're done. Charlie Bucket, Veruca, Salt, Oopa Diesel. Oopa. Yes. What? Uh, numbers, Leviticus, Exodus, or Genesis. Wouldn't that, is that all the New Testament? That's the, that's the Pentateuch. Is that the Old Testament? Yeah, the first five books. So Deuteronomy would complete it. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. Oceans, Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, Arctic, and? Another one. <laughs> Southern, Northern, Mediterranean, or Caribbean. Oh, uh, what's the ocean? The Mediterranean's a sea. Caribbean's a sea. I'm going to say it's Northern. Northern Ocean. Oh, it's the Southern. Southern Ocean. Rivers of Hades. Hate, woe, oblivion, fire, and either greed, anger, wrath, or lamentation. Ooh. I, I, think, it's, I think it's lamentation. Okay. Sure is a long word. It is. It was correct. Stages Oops. of grief, bargaining, acceptance, denial, anger, and... and? Is it relief, depression, blaming, or crying? I think it's depression. I think you're right. Ding, ding, ding. Good job. Immediate Simpson family, including Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie, Ralph, Jessica, or Abe. Do you know? Maggie. Yeah. Because I know smart stuff. Listen, that's two in a row that you've gotten. <laughs> that was that was one of the most extreme <laughs> eye rolls in the history of Shoe the Dough. <laughs> Milita- Congratulations today. You got the Simpsons correct. <laughs> Military branches, Air Force, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, and... National Guard, Armored Division, Navy SEALs, or Coast Guard. Which is it? Isn't it the Coast Guard? I think the military branch is the National Guard, isn't it? Is the Coast Guard a military branch? No, I think you're right. I think it is National Guard. Because the Navy SEALs are part of the Navy. Right, The Armored Division is part of the Army, I think. It might be the Coast Guard, but I think it's the National Guard, which is the military branch that is made up of people who are ready to serve. Right. Right? Sure. Nope, it is the Coast Guard. Ah, Coast Guard. You got it right, I got it wrong. Great Lakes, Superior, Michigan, Ontario, Erie, and Huron, Hudson, Winnipeg, or Madison. It's Huron, right? Yeah. Good job. (laughs) Good job, Danae. Oh, goodness. Here we go. (laughs) Marx Brothers, Groucho, Zeppo, Chico, Harpo, and... And Dumbo, Jimbo, Gummo, or Leno. I have no idea. It's Gummo, right? Really? I think so. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not Dumbo. And it's not Leno. Is it Jimbo? I think it's Gummo. You're right. Original Uh, Super Mario Brothers items. You got this. Coins, Superstar, Super Mushroom, Fire Flower, and Yoshi, Raccoon Tail, 1-Up Mushroom, or Ice Flower. Oh, 1-Up Mushroom. Right. Derp. Everybody knows that. Basketball position, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and? Either point guard, wide out, tight end, or shooting forward. Which do you say? <laughs> um, basketball positions probably a point guard. It is point guard. My dad would be so proud. What are we on? Uh, twelve. Twelve. And how much time do we have left? Forty seconds. Taking... <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. Gang, Shaggy, Fred, Velma, Scooby, and Daphne, Darcy, Dorothy, or Felicity. Daphne. Modern pentathlon, fencing, swimming, cross country, shooting, and archery, equestrian, sailing, or javelin. Uh, um, archery. I think it's got to be archery, doesn't it? No, it's equestrian. equestrian. We're rushing now. The Burroughs, Queens, Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Staten Island, Richmond, Central, or Kings. Staten Island. I'm rushing us through us now. Starbucks what? sizes, tall, ground, vintage, short. Left. Trenta, Gigantum, medium, quarter. You know this one. You know Starbucks. I don't know. Is it Trenta? Know. I don't know. It's Trenta. Use <laughs> of dodgeball, dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dash. Got to be dash. I, no, it's dodge. You were. Wait, dodge was listed in the others. Fingers, ring, pinky, middle, anus, and. Oh, man. 
Ran out of time. This isn't one to discuss. This is one yeah, you just fly right. through. Yeah, I don't think you can do timed ones on the show. Uh, let's see what the other questions were that we got wrong. Uh, the space shuttles, the security council, the founding Jackson 5 golden ticket finders is what the first one was. I didn't know what the category was. Obviously, we wouldn't have picked an Oompa Loompa for the golden ticket finder <laughs> if we had read that. <laughs> So even when we were taking our time. Yeah. Well, I didn't know there were categories at I that point. I didn't either. I didn't know they gave you the category. So the very first question was Charlie Bucket, Veruca Salt, Violet Beauregard, Augustus Gloop, and then we're like, Oompa Loompa. <laughs> but no, Mike TV. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. good job to our live chat. Nailing them all. Of course. 100%. If only I had been looking at the chat the whole time, we could have gotten some of those right. Well, since trivia didn't work perfectly, you want to do a Would You Rather? Just a couple. Danae got a Would You Rather book. Yeah. So in my stockings this year, my uncle who came to our live show that we did in Springfield, Missouri at the Classic Rock Coffee Cafe uh, in November, he came to the show and saw us do the Would Would You Rather. So in my stocking, I got a Would You Rather book, but my family who hasn't come to a show or listened to the podcast was so confused because it says 465 proactive questions to get teenagers talking. (laughs) They aren't geared specifically towards teenagers. It's just to conversation starters, you know, which is true. I guess Would You Rather is a fun conversation starter. I've never really thought about them as a conversation mm-hmm. starter before. So, yeah, we've got this entire book here. All right. Throw one out. Um, first, you need to give me a number between 1 and 465. Uh, 320. Question number 320 reads this. Would you rather watch a game on TV or see the game in person? Oh, see the game in person every time. But that requires you to leave the house. Oh, that's true. Watch the game on TV every time. Would you really rather do it? <laughs> like, which one? Um, I would rather, if it was a one-time thing, I would rather go see the game. Uh, there's something about being there, especially if it's a big game, and feeling the crowd that is really You're interesting. You're not supposed to touch strangers. <laughs> feeling the you, crowd you is not good. You don't feel them literally, Danae. It's not, it's not a massage line. I'm just saying this was, you can feel the energy. This was discussed when I went to a baseball game with my husband, that there's something about the live crowd. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't feel that at all. <laughs> well, you but you're not in, invested in the sport in the same way. So you're so, not going to feel that. So Plus, guess, you probably didn't go to a big game. It was probably a, you know. So mine would matter. definitely be TV. Yeah. Because then I can multitask. Because I'm pretty sure if I went to a game and I also brought my laptop with me to multitask or a tablet or something, people would be mad. I can go with you on that. All right. Pick a number. We'll do one for you, too. Um, Let's do 146. All right. 146. I was on that page when you said that, by the way. Weird. Would you rather go hiking or watch television? Oh, I'd rather watch TV. That one's easy. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Watching TV. Uh, Thank you very much. I'm so lazy. Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Uh, huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme that you hear at the beginning and end. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at three bucks a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, please subscribe, rate, and comment at your podcast player of preference, especially if it's in iTunes. 
uh, they use that to promote the show, so it could be a huge help. If there's anything else you want to say or you have any ideas for the show, feel free to give us an email at feedback at shoethedough.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.